talking about bank fees here. Uh, we're seeing it again, right? You remember when the pandemic started, uh, Canada's banks offered customers mortgage payment deferrals, some other relief measures were brought in, things like that for customers who needed support to make it through. Um, but now that it appears we're coming out the other side of this, they're back on the hunt for your money. And, and many, many Canadians receiving notices recently that they should expect to see fee hikes on their checking accounts. And it's all the big banks, almost all of them anyway, TD, CIBC, Bank of Montreal, Scotiabank, Royal is the exception. Royal has said they plan no increases in the year 2021, but uh, all the rest are. Uh, Mikhail Costaldo is the general manager of Everyday Banking Products at ratehub.ca. He joins us now. Um, Mikhail, thank you for joining us this morning. Appreciate your time. No problem. Glad to be here. So when we take a look at this and uh, just seeing the text line already, People don't like the banks. There's a lot of animosity about banks. Um, why is this happening? A lot of people saying it's, it's cash grab. That's all it is. Is that is that true? Is that what's going on? Yeah, I mean, like it's hard to speculate as to why the banks are doing this, uh, especially not working at a bank myself. But what I can say is a lot of the uh, increases that we're seeing are on legacy accounts. So this is old checking accounts uh, that people might have signed up for a few years ago that are no longer available on the market right now. Uh, so what the banks are saying is the fee increases are to bring some of these legacy accounts in line with what's out in the market right now. Um, that doesn't mean that I would be any happier uh, if I was affected by these changes. But but that's um, kind of where, where the line is falling on this. Interesting. Okay, so you get one of these letters in the mail saying that the fees on your checking account are going to go up. What, what are your options? I mean, you, are you just forced to pay it? Can you shop around? What should people be doing if they're really upset by this? Yeah, you're, you're definitely not forced to just uh, take it lying down. So the first option is to call up your bank uh, or, or go visit them in, in the branch. Uh, a lot of the banks have said that for customers with extenuating circumstances, they'll see what they can do. So um, if you're, you're not able to support some of these increases, which can be pretty large when added up over a few years, um, the first thing to do is talk to your bank and see if there's any way that they can help you. Uh, if, if your bank isn't able to help you, then your next step would be switching. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go online to a website like Ratehub, uh, compare your checking accounts. Um, there's a lot of really great no-fee options out there that also require no minimum balances. Um, so if you're not getting anywhere with your bank, uh, checking some of these other providers out on Ratehub is, is probably a good way to go. And some names I can, I can drop for you are uh, the Tangerine No-Fee Daily Checking Account. That's a great one. Uh, Tangerine's owned by Scotia, but they're not seeing any of these these fees. Um, EQ Bank is another great one. This is mostly an online bank, though. PC Money Account is another good one to check out. But um, the important thing is just compare them and, and make sure that you're signing up for a checking account that fits your financial picture. Yeah, you know, it, 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 Mikhail, it's like so many other things, right? We, we talk about the big banks, the CIBC, the BMO, TD, all these sorts of things. That's the one that get all the attention. But there really are a lot of options out there, and there seems to be more every day. Yeah, it's, it's funny. It's um, somewhat analogous to the uh, telecom landscape in Canada, where you have a, a lot of these players that are owned by the big telecom companies, just like you have a lot of these smaller banks that are owned by the big banks, but the products that they offer are sometimes a lot more competitive. So the Tangerine um, no-fee daily checking account has no monthly fees, no minimum balances, free debit transactions, and e-transfers. So there's a ton of options. There's also a lot of credit unions that offer compelling mm. products. Um, yeah, the banking's a, a pretty competitive space, so you, you really don't just have to go with what your bank offers you, it's you should really get out there in the market and compare. And you mentioned these ones that will waive fees if you have a minimum balance. 
What is the reasoning for that? Why do they want the minimum balance in your bank account? And is that a wise choice? It seems to me leaving money sitting in a, you know, an account that's going to earn you next to nothing is dumb. Uh, there's a lot of other places you could park that money, isn't there? Yeah, that, that's a great question, Shay. So banks like you to keep uh, a minimum balance. It's usually of about $5,000 in your checking account for a few reasons. The first is it keeps you active with the bank. So if you have $5,000 there, um, banks have kind of figured out that you're, you're more likely to engage with their other products. So that, that's why they want you to stick around. At the same time, you have $5,000 there. That's money that the bank can invest. Um, the catch is you're not earning any interest on that. So if you have $5,000 um, that are sitting in your checking account and all you're getting is those monthly fees waived, you could instead put that money in a, a high interest savings account, uh, a GIC or, or even in the market and, and earn much better rates. Um, so yeah, it, it's not a great option to just leave your money sitting nope. around in a checking account. If, uh, if you can find another path. Now you make a good point though, that checking account, why it's so important. It, it's sort of an anchor for these banks, right? Like, like you say, if you're involved, if you're checking account and you've got your money there and that's where you're doing most of your everyday banking, it's likely that, you know, a car loan or a mortgage or things like that, that's the first place you're going to go. So is that a hammer you can use when you say, Hey, listen, I don't want you charging me more in my checking account. And if you are, I'm going to take it somewhere else. They need sort of that tie to you, right? Yeah, checking accounts are, that's very well put. They're, they are absolutely the anchor product. When uh, banks develop their strategies on new customer acquisition, checking accounts are always the first thing that they're going to look at because it's such a sticky product. Yeah. Um, at the same time, checking accounts are kind of the easiest thing to switch. Um, so it's not like a mortgage where you're locked in for a fixed amount of time, you have to renegotiate. A checking account, you can, you can kind of move as much as you'd like. Um, the catch is uh, we get lazy and we have a bunch of automatic payments going through and then that's where we get stuck. But it's never been easier, honestly, to just change those than it has today with all of the tech that's available out there. Um, so for an hour's work, um, you can get a checking account that really fits your needs a lot better. You can start a checking account on your phone in, in well under an hour. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's just if you want to change all of those uh, yeah. automatic payments that are going sure. through, then... But yeah, I mean, setting a checking account up, you can do that in five minutes, right? So there's really no reason um, to be uh, loyal if uh, that loyalty is not serving you. Do you find that a lot of people aren't really, they don't really approach banking as they would? Like, if you're going to go out and buy a car, you're going to shop around. I mean, if you're going to go buy a barbecue, you're going to shop around. But people don't seem to shop around as much when it comes to choosing a financial institution. Yeah, I find it ridiculous that I'll have friends where if they're making a $50 purchase on I don't know, a new pair of binoculars. They'll read thousands of reviews or <laughs> thousands of reviews. And, um, they'll try and save $5 on a $50 purchase. But then you have checking accounts and other financial products that can amount to thousands of dollars over the course of a lifetime. Uh, and, we're, and we're not comparing it. We just take uh, whatever our banks offer us. Um, so, yeah, for some reason, we're not used to comparing our financial products. And um, I think that's starting to change, which is why, you know, our, our website exists. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it's something that you should absolutely get in the habit of doing and, and doing regularly. Like, I'll, I'll revisit everything every year um, and make sure that it still makes sense. And you, often you'll find that your bank actually is the one giving you the best offer because of loyalty and, and all of that. Um, but it's not something you should take at faith. Yeah, it, it might not be. So shop around. Uh, a great advice and great information. Thank you, Mikhail. Thanks, Shay. Take care. Yeah, appreciate your call. Uh, that's Mikhail Colstato, who is the general manager of everyday banking products at ratehub.ca.